welcome to the Birdie and Bass podcast, episode eight. I'm Bass, and with me is Birdie. Hi. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the popularity of the Nintendo Switch at the moment and how it just doesn't seem to be able to be kept in stock at all. So with the whole COVID and everyone getting locked down, there was some mass shortages of Switches, even the Switch lights that I've seen. And no one seems to be able to get one, but they just, Nintendo just keep pushing them out and pushing them out, pushing out content. I think there's a direct coming out this week or next week. Or uh, a mini the, direct. There's a mini direct tonight later on. Okay. Well, there you go. Apparently it's a few hours away. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. <laughs> but they just seem to be so popular. It's like everyone is bypassing your Xbox and your PlayStation and going to the Nintendo Switch. I don't know whether it's the nostalgia of being able to get one of those Switch Online accounts and then you got the old classic NES and classic SNES games um, that people obviously have come across over the years. But I don't know. Everyone just seems to want one and they can't keep up with demand. Well, I think it's a little bit of like a perfect storm type thing. Um, when COVID started hitting and lockdowns started coming in effect, you couldn't barely get an Xbox or a PlayStation or a Switch anywhere. But it was harder to get a Switch than anything else. I'll tell you that. Um, it's it's kind of like the perfect storm type scenario where most people in lockdown um, are normally at work and they normally have kids that are at school, which a lot of the schools close down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, people wanted something that the kids could play. And there was the other fact of um, gyms shut down and gym equipment for your home sold out ridiculously quickly. Even hand equipment was getting expensive, I noticed that. Secondhand equipment was getting very expensive and it was also selling off out like absolute ridiculous speeds. Like I, you couldn't believe it. Um, so you've got a switch console here that will keep your kids quiet while you're trying to work from home. Um, you know, it's family friendly cause it's Nintendo and you can play some Mario and stuff like that. More, more serious games. But then with the, the whole um, fitness, what is it? The, Oh, the fit ring. Uh, the fit ring stuff. They sold out to the po- worldwide to the point where they were so far on back order they had to tell them to stop. Yeah, well, I noticed they were talking about uh, is it a DLC coming out for that or the mm-hmm. second game they're going to bring out with it, like a version two. Yes, they've um, <laughs> apparently it was not something that was on the agenda whatsoever. And because of the massive popularity of it all of a sudden, <laughs> because they don't have any idea why, cough, cough. Um, yeah, they've, they're making more content and they're improving on the way it works and they're trying to make more. And it's just, yeah, I think it's just that thing. Um, there's nothing, there's not really another home console that does that kind of thing exercise wise for that price point. Um, I mean, you can, if you get an Xbox one um, with like an old one with a connect and you can find a fitness game on a disc, cause they've actually removed the connect games 
from the um, Xbox store now, I'm pretty sure, online, then you could do that way. Apart from that, you've only really got PlayStation 4 with the VR headset and run around like an idiot and hopefully don't smash your head into a wall. Um, you also got the fact of like you got this headset on your head with cables and you're trying to move around and not trip yourself up yeah. and fall over and all the rest of it. But I think Nintendo seemed to be able to do that quite well in being able to, from obviously the Wii days, having the ability to do those movement-orientated um, controllers. And um, you see that all the way through, even with the new Paper Mario, the actual um, game has where you've got to do like what reminds me of that um, is it ARMS, the big springy mm. ARMS game. Yep. They've got that sort of thing in Paper Mario. It's called like a thousand-fold hands or something like that. It, <laughs> that sort of thing. And you've got to use the controller um, even even the uh, pro controller, you've got to like tilt it up and down and all the rest of it to get these arms to move left and then turn it left and right and all the rest of it. That's it's, cool. It's one of those sort of things where there's so many little gimmicky things Nintendo does well that sets it apart from Xbox and PlayStation. Mm. Yet price point of Switch is pretty much the same price as those two. Yeah, I mean... If if you fitness has been a big thing through this whole thing, and um, they could have easily put the price up on both of the Fit Ring and the Switch, I don't think anyone would have batted an eyelash as long as they can get their eyes on their hands on it. Um, I mean, the other thing that sold really incredibly well was secondhand Wii's. Yep, like you get them from EB Games fifty bucks a pop. I don't think there's actually you can get them anywhere anymore. No, because they all sold out at the start of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> But I've even even when I've been in picking up games that are coming out and everything in, you do hear people come in, oh, have you got any Wii games? And mm. they're like, no, that's that's long gone generation. I don't really think you can get 360 or PS3 games anymore either. Well, no, they stopped the 360 and the PS3 trade-ins a little while ago. I know that for a fact. Um, but stopping the Wii thing, I'm... I'm not sure that's the best idea. It's something that still sells. And um, the latest Just Dance came out last year and it came out on Wii on disc. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. When you have a look at that one, because like, obviously my daughter plays Just Dance and I've got one of the uh, Connect adapters so I can use the Connect on the newer Xboxes. Mm. Because otherwise, she's got to hold a mobile phone. And I'm like, you're going to hold a mobile phone and dance? And oh, yeah. not try and fling this mobile phone either into the roof, into the ceiling, into the TV, onto the couch, across the floor. The, the first year they came out with the mobile app for Just Dance, they had the Just Dance stage at um, EB Games Expo that year, like they do every year, and that's great. And I honestly did not think they were going to hand everyone an iPhone with a strap on it, but they did. And I saw two, at least two of them go flying off the fucking stage because they were in these big rubber cases and stuff like that and they had an arm strap, but people just didn't tighten the arm straps and they just went off. <laughs> yeah. And you, you're talking about a phone that's probably worth more than the actual Wii. Yeah. So, I mean, or they did that that one year and the next, the next year I was like, oh, man, do they have the phones again? Nope, they had Nintendo Switches. <laughs> 
Yeah. Because it was cheaper. <laughs> yeah, a lot cheaper. I think you could probably get two switches for the price of one phone. Exactly. Um, yeah, and they just gave you a Joy-Con. So both years I refused to get on the stage. <laughs> yeah, well, the other thing is I thought Nintendo would have, sort of with the COVID things, would have, would have ramped up with some of its game releases or putting some classic games in or done something to sort of make use of the whole fact that Nintendo, for some reason, can get away with the fact of not doing backwards compatibility. You can end up buying the Mario game on on the Wii, buy it again on the Wii U, and then buy it again on the Nintendo Switch, just because you want it on every of every console you've got. Um, I don't want to tell you how many times I've bought the original Zelda or the original Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers Two or the original Mario Kart. Oh, I've heard. <laughs> Some other um, people on like IGN and stuff like that that are serious Nintendo fans, and I reckon they've probably bought on every console that Nintendo's released. Okay, okay. Jonathan Dornbush is an exception to the rule. He's just ridiculous. So he's yeah. allowed to buy everything a million freaking times. I think he's bought Skyrim even on the on his Samsung fridge. So he's just weird. But yeah, the rest of them they're a little bit above the average. Yeah, but what's the go with some of these ports? There's a lot like Skyrim's been ported. There was... Um, Witcher. Witcher. Um, they, didn't do an, they didn't do an Assassin's Creed one, did they? Uh, they've done the Chronicles on there, but they haven't done the um, newer ones. But I've heard rumours that Valhalla's going to be brought to Switch. <laughs> But everyone's saying that it looks great when you're in oh. handheld mode, but when, as soon as you dock it, it just goes to crap. Sorry, Assassin's Creed Rogue went to Switch. Okay. The remastered version too, so the version that was on Xbox One and PS4. Um, yeah, yeah no, I've been hearing that like in docked form, these games aren't aren't that crash hot. No, they're not. Um, simple fact for that is the dock is literally just got an expansion chip in it, so it makes the 720p rendering of whatever they're trying to do look slightly better on a 4K TV. Um, but in all honesty, it's still sitting at 720p. <laughs> so yeah. when you expand something like that that much on a massive, like even a 50-inch TV, which is about average these days, it's not going to look as good as that nice, crisp little screen that you've got on your Switch. Yeah, well, I I loaded up... Um... Donkey Kong Country the other day when that got released. And, yeah, I prefer playing that in handheld mode rather than docked mode. In docked mode, it just looks so pixelated and <laughs> so dated for that game. But, yeah, it's still a hell of a lot of fun. Because they, they wanted you to play it as a handheld. They want you to be able to have that nostalgia um, of playing your Game Boy and stuff like that. I, I honestly, like... Everyone's like, what's the point of making the Switch light when it's not dockable? It's no longer a Switch because it doesn't switch. Fair enough. But it just goes to prove the fact that the developing games to look as good as possible um, in handheld mode because that's the way they want you to play it. Well, the dock is an afterthought. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But the other, other thing that I've noticed is there is, I reckon there is a 50% weight difference between a light and a normal switch oh yeah there's massive weight difference to giving a normal switch to 
my three-year-old son, he sort of can lift it sort of thing. Give him the, the light one and he's fine with it because it's a bit smaller, it's great for his hands, and it, he's away. Well, I mean, the battery in it is smaller and technically it's got one battery instead of three. <laughs> um, plus all the metal rails and everything on it for the Joy-Cons aren't there anymore and things like that. Like, there's a lot of components actually missing from the Switch Lite. Yeah. The, the IR blaster, um, it doesn't have any rumble at all. So it's gone from HD rumble to absolutely nothing. So the rumble motors are gone. Um, it's, yeah. It's like stripping out a race car, man. You take out the back seats and stuff like that, it's going to get light quick. Yeah, that's true. But then, oh, we've got, you've got Doom Eternal coming to oh, Switch God. later this year. <laughs> and I'm like, Mm, I wonder how that's going to turn out. Did you play Doom <laughs> on it? No, I haven't played Doom on it yet. I, I sort of, to me, the Switch is, I use it for my classic Nintendo games. Um, and then I dabble into a few, like, I think I've bought, I bought the Crash Trilogy on PlayStation because that's where I played it originally. So I'm like, for old time's sake, that's for nostalgia. That's what I wanted to play it on. But mm-hmm. I've also bought it on the Switch. So I've got it on that sort of thing. There are ones where I've doubled up on a few games and everything like that. Well, but, I, will, um, I will admit that I've got Skyrim on the Switch. Actually, I think I have as well because that was a game that I bought for when I was going to go on holidays this year and I'm like, I got an eight-hour flight. I'm sure yeah. I get a bit of Skyrim while I'm doing that. The problem is the battery won't last that out eight hour flight. <laughs> uh, it will when you got under chair charging. That's good. Um, but no, like after playing Skyrim for the first time in Australia on a Switch at an EB Expo, I just had to have it on Switch. Um, I've got it on 360. Uh, I've got it on PlayStation 4 because PlayStation gave every store manager a copy at the time. Um, I've got a VR version somewhere on PlayStation 4, and I've got it on Xbox One, <laughs> and I've got a PC copy somewhere. I don't know why. I've never game played it on the PC. It's still a sealed box. So that'll probably be worth money in a few more years. It's one of those things that, like, it's one of those games that you just buy over and over and over again. And I bought Skyrim exactly for that reason to use it on a plane because I was traveling on a plane twice a year back and forth from the Eastern States for conferences and stuff like that. And Jesus Christ, that game drained your battery. Like I thought, oh, you know, Zelda's probably the most high up there for battery drainage. No, Skyrim just destroyed the battery. Yeah, I have seen that sort of thing. I think some people said if you want to extend your battery life, you've got to tweak some of the graphic settings on it. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it's it's a good game. I've also got Farming Simulator 17, which I also have on Xbox One. <laughs> so that's probably the two most graphically serious games I have on Switch. I was actually quite surprised the amount of games that actually are on Switch that have been able to put on Switch, um, even though that seems to be the Switch version gets delayed a little bit longer. So I think it might be just it's a tad hard to sort of downsize to 720, seeing most of our consoles we want to play on were all 
trying to play in 4K. I, from what I've heard, it's not the um, graphics or anything like that. It's actually the compression, trying to fit it into a acceptable file. Oh, excuse me, file size for Nintendo to be able to handle. Fair enough. Because if you uh, think about right. it, Witcher Three is um, just—I think it's just under or just over a hundred gigabytes on Xbox One. So Damn. you're not—you're not, not going to get that on a Switch. No. Um, I think they got it down to like fifteen or twenty gigs on Switch. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest issue. Um, and then also dealing with stuff like how the hell are we going to fit this onto a cartridge? Are we going to go down the you buy the cartridge thing, but you need the internet to download the rest of the game type of avenue? Like um, NBA. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and WWE as well. So, yeah, but there's been, been a lot of, um, a lot of good games. I think with the Switches, it's a lot of uh, indie. It's allowed the indie scene to take off a lot. Mm. So I noticed that you can go in the game store and any day you'll find a whole bunch of indie games and stuff in there. But um, it's been uh, interesting seeing some of the games that have come out on it um, that I didn't think would come out on it. Um, but like I didn't expect NBA to come out on Switch. Like I don't understand the the playgrounds ones. That's fair enough. That's a little animated. That's pretty cool. But to put the full NBA game on there uh has been interesting. Um but mm. Mm. not so much NBA. I'm I'm more surprised that um EA have started to take on Switch as much as they have in the past 12 months for a simple fact. At the beginning of the life cycles, EA didn't seem to want a bar of it at all. They just did not care. Um, now it's picked up. And now they're bringing their PGA golf game this year as well to it. Oh, God. That would actually go really well, actually. <laughs> you get PGA Tour 2K21 in August on it. Uh, so that's... Hold on, did you say 2K? That's not even EA. That's um, that's 2K. What it says here is, oh, estimated. Uh, so, but uh, uh, well, they're bringing Apex Legends to Switch, so that's going to yes. be interesting. That'll be interesting to see how it is like. Because I've got four. I've I've had. I did have Fortnite when they originally did the whole crossplay and ported that to there, and Fortnite on the Switch was just like playing on mobile phone. Like I've ne- or I haven't played the game on mobile phone, but that's what I, I felt like. And it was game mechanics was so different to playing on a controller. On like you, on an Xbox sort of thing. Did you play with the Pro Controller ever? I haven't done the Pro Controller one. I only ever did it in handheld mode. Oh, okay. Yeah, um I'm gonna hijack the podcast here for a little bit because Apex Legends is a big get for um the Switch. And I, I, I don't, like, I know Nintendo, like, Fortnite's massive and everything like that, um, and it's probably still not going to trump that. Fair enough. But putting such a game like that that's just starting to really come up in the competitive scene and everything like that and adding cross-play and Switch compatibility 
all at the same time is going to be ridiculous. But um, in saying that, I don't know how the crossplay is going to work because with Fortnite, from what I've read, um, and I'm pretty sure you mentioned it as well, the Switch players play against the mobile players, don't they? Yeah, so there's no mobile version of Apex, so they're either going to stick all the Switch players into Switch, <laughs> Switch lobby. The only other thing I could think of that they could do is Switch players get a turned-up aim assist or sort of type functions to help them get through the level a lot better, uh, around the map and everything a lot better than what you what you could. So you could find that playing on Switch with a pro controller might be uh might be beneficial. I, I can't wait for crossplay. I really want to take on some PlayStation and some PC players, but I just feel like the Switch players are gonna be the bots. Um they just those controllers don't have the same movement capabilities as a mouse and keyboard or any other controller on the market. Even a pro controller doesn't have the movement I, capabilities. I actually don't think the crossplay as a as a blanket across the whole gaming scene when it comes to crossplay and like you you got your Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch and stuff like that. To me, the PC side of it, no disrespect to it, but that should be left out. To me, if you're doing crossplay, you should be getting consoles and not unless they can iron out a way where you can react on a controller as quickly as you can react with a mouse. Mm. In the fact of allowing a bit more in that, like tweaking the aim assist and stuff like that. But the end of the day is um, that's why a lot of people play on controller on PCs is because you get the extra, extra bonus of having a bit of aim assist on the controller. At, was it? 244 hertz. Yeah. I, honestly, I want them to see, I want to see them bump it up um, for the next gen, like the frame rate, because I just think on a Series X, you would freaking destroy at 140 frames per second. Um, but that's the other thing. Switch is not going to run that thing at 60 FPS. <laughs> No, I think it's I think it's running at thirty, isn't it? You're going to be running seven twenty p at thirty frames a second. Which consoles are running at sixty frames a second? Yep, and that's what I mean. Yeah, it's just it's we, we've all seen like the videos of Shroud trying to play um sixty fps on CS:GO and stuff, and how many shots he misses because it's not as crisp as it could be. Yeah, well, that's why I got a sneaking suspicion that I don't think we'll be seeing um, the the Switch crossplay in with the other consoles because I just don't think they're going to have a good time. Yeah, I I really just want to see an explanation of how it's going to work because it does not they don't have an explanation yet. Um, yeah, which is a little bit annoying to me because. The amount of people that I've had come into my stream saying that, oh, they're not going to have cross-play for ranked. That's the main thing I want it for. Because on Australian ranked servers, there's like 
maybe six people in a lobby at a time. You just can't get them, and you got to play on two hundred plus ping on the US servers is bullshit. I'd rather play against PC players on Australian servers on my Xbox controller on my Xbox than go to a US server. Yeah, well, that's probably the uh, good thing about it is just to be able to um, allow the user or the player to choose mm. what they want to opt in and what they want to opt out on. Because I know you can do it in most of the cross-play console, cross-play games that you've got. Because I know someone got here, uh, there was a couple of people that got in trouble on a Warzone tournament because they didn't have um, open lobbies. They had their people they were playing against was consoles. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they didn't they had no PC players in the lobbies because they locked it to down to consoles. Because I think I don't know whether you can or not, but I thought along the lines of the story was that they had a console player hosting. They joined in. I think a couple of them in a in a squad. And I think two of them might have been on PC, but because it was a console player hosting, they locked it down to being consoles only. Yeah, I could see that working. So apparently they were getting some quite good kill. Let, let me let me ask you this though: you you play a fair bit of um, modern warfare lately? Yeah, I've been playing the multiplayer. I haven't really played much of the Warzone. Okay, so is the multiplayer crossplay as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, because when you go in the lobby, they've got the little icons as to whether yeah. they're playing on PC and stuff like that. And there, I've been playing in against PC players and PS5 players. So you, PS4 players, sorry. So you have been playing against PC players. Yeah. Do you think there is they're way better? <laughs> I think they're getting put in there because of their KD because that's the <laughs> biggest thing that sort of, that sort of seems to surround uh, with Warzone is it goes on sort of your KD and everything because I know that if I get in multiplayer and have a few good games, um, they'll start chucking in. I notice that I'll start getting more and more PC players in the lobbies yeah. that I'm playing in. Yep, fair enough. That's, that's all I want to know. Like. I don't have a problem going up against PC players in something that I'm proficient at, like Apex or something like that. Um, bring it on. I don't care. I'll, I'll fight and I'll rage and whatever. But at the end of the day, that's the challenge I want rather than being put up against freaking multiple Predator squads just because I've got a higher than average freaking KD. But the other side of it is if people want to start playing in these games if like obviously crossplay is one way of avenue of doing it which they've done with Fortnite but why can't Apex look at tweaking the and doing bots a bit of AI I wish they would and just dropping those in I don't think it's probably not beneficial to put them into ranked because it's going to allow people to rank to yeah not ranked to do what um some Fortnite streamers have been doing where they've been jumping on at like 1 a.m. in the morning knowing that they're going to get bot lobbies in the area that they're living in so mm. they can rank up, get some nice kills and everything. So it's it'll allow people to unfairly rank up in there, but then it'll also allow people to... Because I noticed duos in Apex has just died. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually more dead than ranked. <laughs> 
anyways, we should get back to... Yeah, I was going to say, we've gone way off. Finishing up these uh, Switch games that are coming out <laughs> for the rest of this year. Go. Um, there's a few of these ones I go. I don't really know much about, so... Um, Boyfriend Dungeon sounds a bit weird, but anyway. You know um, that, what that reminds me of? That, uh, that other game that just came out and got taken down within a couple of hours? No, 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 no. Um, it's coming to Switch, actually. Um, it's, it, was, it came out on Xbox 360 like years ago, and it was always a really hard game to find. Uh, oh, why are you thinking of that? I'll keep looking at these rest of these. Uh, go for it. Bravely Default 2. Why does it sound like it's a thing off a movie? Bravely but, Default 2 is an actual 3DS series. Um, very good anime game. Oh, uh, okay. That explains why I don't really know much about it. And I figured out that game too. I've actually got it listed here. What is it? Catherine. Full oh, body. Catherine full body. That, that's, that, that's literally the, the same type of game. Um, then you've got Obviously, Doom Eternal coming across. Yep. Uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, which I think is like nine games or something in one. I cannot fucking wait for that. That one's I'm, one that I'm I've s- got. It I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> no More Heroes 3. Uh, uh, yeah, that's another um, DS title. Okay. Uh, Skatebird. Skatebird. It's literally, it's literally my breed on a skateboard. Okay. Hi, I'm Birdie. <laughs> nice. There's something different. I yeah, think it looks re- really rad, actually. Uh, sports story. No okay. idea. <laughs> uh, Streets of Rage 4. Yes. That's amazing um, 16-bit pixel art style. Game from the oh, almost the eighties, I think it was Street Fighter. Oh, is it like mm-hmm. the old the old Street Fighter side scroller? Um, it's what kind of more like Bro Force, except you just go through and just mow things down. Draft, then there's the Survivalist, which is Team Seventeen, which is obviously Worms. Mm-hmm. People that made Worms, um, and then you got Persona Five Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. So another is that. An add-on to Persona Five? I don't know how that's working. Um, well, it's not an add-on. It's a Nintendo-only type thing for the simple fact that Persona is only on PlayStation. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So they're bringing that across to bring everything to Switch. Let's bring all the games to Switch. Yep. Uh, was I thought there would have been? That's what I mean. I thought Nintendo would have sort of done a few more directs while we've been sort of in this COVID lockdown sort of thing and like they've done they've done a few. Yeah, I suppose you've got obviously Animal Crossing and Pokemon Sword and Sword and Shield have had a DLC. Um and Animal Crossing's just taken off like a house on fire. And they've announced the best Pokemon game of all fucking time. Oh did you um uh, what is it? Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Pokemon Snap. Yeah, so that's because uh, um, I've never I didn't play because the original was on um, GameCube, wasn't it? No, Nintendo sixty four. 
Okay. Yeah, well, I never actually ended up playing that one on the 64. It was fucking awesome. I love it. Um, but they also announced <laughs> that fucking Pokemon MOBA. Yeah, that was what I was thinking about. That's that. fucking horrifying. <laughs> it's free to start. <laughs> it's coming to iOS, Android, and Switch. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a phone port game. Oh yeah, it's a mobile. It's it's just it's just it's it no. No, no. If you want a mobile, fucking go to League or something. I don't care where you go, just don't fucking make a Pokemon one. Everyone wants a Pokemon RP well not an RPG, they want an MMO RPG. Yeah. Not a MOBA. <laughs> uh well, we'll see what happens, but uh that's all we've got time for for the uh, Nintendo featured podcast. We did divert over to a f- different talks on a few ways through there, but we eventually got back onto subject. My bad. Um, if you need to get a hold of us, we got an email address. It's birdie and base podcast at essentialgamer.com.au. If you want to follow us on social media, it's Essential Gamer AU on Instagram and Facebook. And essential game are you on Twitter? So if you want to tag us anything or show us with any new games or even clips from games that you've been playing that you want us to have a look at, feel free to tag us in it. Uh, until next time, see you later. Bye.